started then. Let's just hop right in. Yes. Let's hop right in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 82 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. How has your week been? It's been a good week. It's been a good week. I, uh, nice. I don't have much to report. Today was hell at the office. Uh, uh. It was just a lot of work. Uh, they're mm. trying to get me to do some stuff that, uh, that I, I don't like. And, and I'm just like, I don't understand this stuff. It is not my strong suit. Don't make me do this. You're pushing me mm. in the wrong direction. So that's not fun. Aww. But Aww. oh, well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, What about you, though? What's been going on in the world of Melissa? Oh, I'm good. Works good. I'm getting things taken away from me and given to other people, which is good because I became overbalanced again and I was too busy. But okay. now we're going to fix it. We're better at fixing these things when they happen now. Good. Yeah. Let's see here. Oh. I should send this to you. If I send you... I guess here, let me see. I'm trying to figure out how to get you this link. I want to send it to you in Skype because I figure that's the easiest. But that means yeah. I need to send it to myself in Discord first. Well, you want to just open up my Discord? That's not hard. Oh, well, then, yeah, we can just do it in disc. It used to be hard, but not now that I have my brand new Dell computer. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see. Send you this link, Melissa. What is it? With here. So, today, a little mm -hmm. bit of a different yes. episode, kind of. Uh, we'll still be hanging out and chatting like we mm -hmm. normally do, but, uh, last week we talked about doing kind of a, like a Rotten Tomatoes predictions episode mm -hmm. for movies coming out in 2020. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to be doing. Let's see. Paste that. Nope. That is not the thing that I need to paste in there. <laughs> Why did it? Okay. Co copy link. Paste. There we go. Okay, Melissa, you should have that in the Captain's Log Discord okay. channel. Okay, we're going to add these as we as we make them up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, thanks for making me pink. Yeah. Uh I was trying to figure out how to like space these a little bit better and then I was like, you know what? I messed this all up. There's yeah. too much space and now I have to scroll and I don't I don't like scrolling. I don't oh, like Okay spreadsheets like I, I i do but i don't they're good they're organizational oh i they I'm help a ton only. Hmm? But, oh are, no are i was trying to fix to it only? for you but it's set to view only so i can't uh let's see can edit done share let me just send you that link one okay more time okay and see if that works I was not a spreadsheet person until I got to the job I'm in now. And now mm -hmm. I can't live without spreadsheets. Like on the rare times I need to work from home because of bad weather or something like that. I tried to use like Google Doc spreadsheets or the open office variant. And I'm like, I can't sure. live like this. I need pure <laughs> Excel only. <laughs> I need the good stuff. So I bought I Microsoft Office just to have real Excel. 
Okay. I, 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 I've, I've had to use Excel at work a couple times, but I remember back in elementary school, we, when we had to take a typing mm. class and all that stuff, we, we had to learn Microsoft Word, we had to learn Excel, we had to learn all of that stuff. That might have been in middle school. Really, now that I think about it, uh, but that was when I learned things that one time, and <laughs> none of it stuck with me. Yeah, if you don't practice spreadsheets, you don't retain it. No, not at all. Um. So yeah, I I, I was trying to space these columns out a little bit more, oh, and then I was like, oh God. no. Now I have to scroll down the page. Go back. Go back. Undo. <laughs> oh, I can't. Um, space. See, if this was, they were doing this in Google Docs. If we were in Excel, I could figure this out. Yeah. And then I, I don't know all the formulas and, and stuff like that that they do, all the fancy magic stuff. I'm, I, I'm, that's beyond me. Here, Kyle, tell you what. I will just write them down on my Excel spreadsheet and I'll make sure they look nice and then I'll send them to you. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yes. I, yes. I don't. I. I sure. Is is that going to help fix the stuff on the Google Doc? Yeah. Yeah. Excel is like clean spaces. and uniform. Okay. Okay. I trust you. All right. Um. In the meantime, let's kind of explain what we're up to. to and yes. What we're going to be doing. Uh. So we had did a like a fantasy video game draft uh over on crossplay one of our other podcasts mm -hmm. um and we're going to be checking in uh with that at at the end of the year to see how all of these games performed based off of their metacritic score or their open critic score i forget mm -hmm. which one um and that was fun I I was also looking into doing more of like a it, it's it's a draft, but it was yeah. more of a game type of thing, more mm. like a tabletop style thing. We ended up not doing that one, and then I just got to thinking like, you know what? I bet me and Melissa would have a lot of fun doing something similar for movies. Mm -hmm. That would be really cool. I love talking about movies, and I love yes. unnecessarily gamifying things. Yes. So <laughs> I was like, Melissa, I have an idea. What mm -hmm. if you did this? And you were like, yes, let's do it. So here we are. Yes. Doing our thing. Um, so here's, here's I, I, I guess I'm going to preemptively say this will be a new tradition. Yes. Uh, and I think we should do it every December. Obviously, it's not December right now. <laughs> it's February when we are recording this. <laughs> it's almost Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what I figured we could do is we could look at movies from basically now towards the end of the year mm. through November. Yeah. And then, like, the first week in December, we can look back at this and see who won. See who mm. got the closest to it on top of do the movies for the next year. 
pick uh, 20 movies. And this can just be one of the like end of the year fun things that we do so we don't really have to think because yeah. the end of the year is a hectic time. <laughs> yeah. Right? We don't have to prepare so. real content. We just go to yeah. Rotten Tomatoes and then we are done. And say numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I want to say I mean, that this is real s- simple. Or yeah, I I was thinking more of a j- traditional draft. You came up with the Rotten Tomatoes idea because and you this, listened to a podcast. Yes, yes, this is this. borrowed lovingly from the Jeff Rubin Jeff Rubin show which is one of my favorite podcasts and one I've been listening to forever. It was in like the first 10 podcasts I ever listened to years ago. And every summer, Jeff and his best friend, Pat Castles, they take a look at the movies for that summer. And it started out that just at the end of the summer, they'd look back at all the movies they saw. And then they Mm -hmm. started at the beginning of the summer, we are going to predict the Rotten Tomato scores for all these movies. And then at the end yeah. of the summer, we're going to see how close we were. And their rules are like, who is the closest within five? And the loser has to watch the lowest rated movie sober, which is nice stakes. Yeah. So I, ours is our format is borrowed from that. I think we said instead, we're just going to see whoever is closest. Yeah. I, I think that makes the most sense since there's only two of us. Yeah. Just have it be like, yeah, whoever gets the closest gets one point, and then we tally up all the points um, with this. And then I guess we need to come up with whoever wins gets this, or whoever loses has to do that. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll think on this, I think. Did you have anything we'll, we'll come ready? Up with stuff. I, yeah. I, I didn't have something off the top of my head. I, I mean, we could always do another pizza bet mm-hmm. or, or something. <laughs> you can become like even more pizza rich. Right. <laughs> or who knows? Maybe I will have to donate you a pizza from my pizza fortune. <laughs> <laughs> so we are taking the. We picked. You started with 20 movies, and then I gave you two more I wanted to talk about. So we were talking yes. about 22 movies from February through to late November. It's mostly our kind of stuff. It's mostly like genre and franchise things, but there's some interesting variety in here. And we're going to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. And then we were also going to come up with a couple other assorted predictions, like this will make okay. more money than this, etc. Yeah. yeah. Um. How do you feel mm. about you and I p- each picking one movie to cross off our list so we get an even 20 rather than 22? Uh, I I don't want to leave any of these out though. No. Like okay, I know cool. it sound like I know it sounds neat to do 20 and 20, but I don't No, I think we got rich fodder here for all of these. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll stick with the 22 that we have. Let me run down the list. Uh, so that we can at least just say them all out mm. loud right now, uh, and then we'll go through one by one and do all that stuff. Uh, coming up real soon, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, after that is the Invisible Man, Onward, Bloodshot, Mulan, New Mutants, No Time to Die, 
Black Widow, Spiral, Scoob, F9, Artemis Fowl, Wonder Woman 1984, Soul, Top Gun Maverick, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Tenet, Morbius, Bill and Ted Face the Music, The King's Man, Venom 2, and Eternals. Mm-hmm. So I I based this uh, I based this off of a list that I actually found on Rotten Tomatoes of their I think it was like seventy five most anticipated and films no, of the they year. They didn't have Venom two on there. I no, had to add didn't. Venom two. Yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, duh, Venom two. <laughs> um, so. I, I put that one on there. Mm. You were the one that also nominated Spiral, which right. the trailer for that kind of came out of nowhere this past week. Um, I th- That's one I didn't pay attention to because it's kind of a horror film, yeah, but I also yeah. haven't seen any of the Saw films. I, I have not either. I wanted to bring up Spiral because it was a movie I had not heard of until I heard... Yeah. Um, the Jeff Rubin episode where they're predicting the movies for this summer. They don't always do it at the beginning of the summer. Sometimes it's way at the beginning of the year, just whenever they can get together sure. to do it. And like, I haven't heard of this. This concept is wild. I want to include this. I want to time capsule this so that people know about spiral and that in the future, people will come back to this and be reminded yeah, of spiral, spiral in case it yeah. is forgotten. Good stuff. Um, Sam says, oh, I thought Marvel was bringing back Spiral. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I, um, I, I, I don't, that's the thing, like, it caught my eye, and what's, who's in it? It's Eddie Murphy, right? No. No, Who is not it? remotely, Kyle. <laughs> I, look, I don't know. Some big star is in this thing. Spiral, for the audience member who may not know, is a new movie in the continuity and the canon of the Saw franchise, written by and starring Chris Rock. Chris Rock has written a Saw movie. It stars him, (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson, and others I don't know. Presumably also the puppet. Jigsaw himself may be in this. Yeah, and he plays like a detective and he finds like the corpses of all these other detectives and cops that have been sawed. Jigsaw got to him. I came, I sawed, I conquered. <laughs> no, I um I'll 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 hold my thoughts off. Mm. My uh, I will hold my thoughts. Oh, I guess that was right. I'll hold my thoughts off until we uh actually get yeah to that one but let's dive in with sonic yes melissa are you planning on going to see sonic um if somebody requests it of me i shall be there but I, it's not plans i am making independently you don't want to spend your valentine's day going <laughs> to see the adorable little hedgehog not alone <laughs> someone will go with you sonic is my date right <laughs> um talk about speed dating am i right <laughs> um no i i i don't know how i feel about this one because i i'm of two minds like i when they released that first tr- 
trailer, uh-huh. I was one of the people who was like, ooh, that does not look good. Mm. Um, and so I, like, I, I don't want to support that. But at the same time, so many people worked so hard yeah. to make this and, and to, to, to switch it. And they nailed it when mm-hmm. they did s- 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 switch it that I kind of want to go and support that. Be like, yeah. Look, I know you guys had a lot of crunch. You guys were working o- o- overtime. You guys put in a lot of work, at least just for that. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if this is a dumpster fire <laughs> of a movie. Like, I-, I just, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what I want to do with that yet. So I'm I, undecided. I am certain I will rent this. Like, I want to see what this is. It's just a matter of I have limited, you know, time and movie theater money on right. my hands right now. They can't all be winners. I'm going to have to rent Sonic. Rest in peace, movie pass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? Sonic will get on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I want to preface all of my predictions by saying I have faith in a lot of these movies. There's okay. a lot of movies that I think I will like, but I am basing these not on the Melissa rating, but on what I think Rotten Tomatoes is going to give it. The entire aggregate of people sure. that I, I'm not including myself in. I tend to be more favorable than most people. Sure. That being said, I gave Sonic 22%. Wow, okay. Sonic 22. Man, so I, I'm kind of g- going into some of these blind of just uh-huh. like, I, I, I didn't think, like I said, it was a hell day at work, so I didn't get to think of like, who I want to give this number to that movie <laughs> or anything like that. I was, I was going to go a lot higher than that. I was going to go like a 47. Okay. So right off the bat, interesting moves. Mm-hmm. We're very we're twenty five apart on this one. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Number two, the Invisible Man. Yeah. Is this part of the Dark Universe? Oh Let's wait. Speaking out. of which, I forgot to ding my um my clapboard. I got a clapboard here. Oh. For movies. It's movies. Okay. Let's restart. Take movies, two. <laughs> movies are ready. Kids, Ladies come and gentlemen, to your welcome to the Captain's Log, episode eighty-two. Uh, this is the very first take of the <laughs> Captain's Log, episode eighty-two. Uh, this week, something different. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Is the Invisible Man part of the what was it called? The Dark Universe. This dark is Universal universe. Studios. This may have fallen apart. They may still be making assorted films based on the Universal Monsters, but I don't know if they're trying to cinematic universe this anymore. Because they did Dracula Untold, and then they did the Tom Cruise Mummy, yeah. and it, uh, neither fared well. And so I don't know if they're chugging along or if they have given up the ghost. Uh, once there were grand plans for a dark universe at Universal, uh, the studio owns the rights to several stuff, blah, 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 blah. Those plans faded away. That doesn't mean the studio gave up on the concept of a world shaped by vintage movie monsters. In fact, instead, the studio has learned, uh, has leaned on its 
partnership with Blumhouse That's or right. Blumhouse uh, to create stripped down, leaner and meaner entries into the movie monster series. Uh, and they're starting up again with The Invisible Man, mm-hmm. starring an incredible woman, Elizabeth Moss. I have. U.S. The Handmaid's Tale. I have faith in, in Elizabeth Moss. Am I always going to go first when She's we give these scores? Let's establish a uh, pattern. No, I, I, I can go first okay. if you want to no, alternate. No, no, no. I just don't want to jump ahead of you or anything. Doesn't matter. I don't really mind. Uh, so it, it, it looks like it's another entry, but kind of a soft reboot. I don't. Okay. I don't think the Invisible in, in, in Man has like ever cinematic. existed for more than one thing at a time. So I don't know if technically you could call that a soft reboot, but it is the concept of H.G. Wells' Invisible Man applied to some sort of a modern-day crime thriller where Elizabeth Moss's husband supposedly kills himself, but then she swears that he's still around, he's just invisible, and he's, like, wrecking stuff for her. So it's like her versus her invisible husband. Interesting. Um... Hmm, what do I want to give this one? I'm going to go with 62. I have faith in Elizabeth Moss. I don't know about the rest of this, but I know she's an actress who can really carry a performance. She's got a lot of Oscar buzz this year for a movie called Her Smell. I don't know what it is, but I know she's in it, and people were buzzing about it. Moss is good, Sounds says like the headline. Sounds like that's headlines. something she needs to get checked out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But for her sake alone, I gave the 79%. I feel like she okay. could elevate this concept. And you said yeah. 62? 62, okay. c- correct. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's possible that something like that could happen. Obviously, that didn't fare so well with the Assassin's Creed movie because uh, that was a terrible movie. But uh, oh well, and that had what's his name attached. Michael Fassbender to the film. Yeah. Oh, her smell. A self-destructive punk rocker struggles with sobriety while trying to recapture the creative inspiration that led her band to success. Huh. Was this, was the success of her band her smell? I don't know. Maybe that's the name of the band. Maybe she also has a perfume. Weird. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I would absolutely love to have some kind of cinematic universe with all the monster movies. It's a great idea. But everyone saw that format that Marvel was doing, and then everyone just did it wrong. They just like went and did their own things, and it was just like, no, you're not learning the lessons that they are. Okay, I think I think Marvel has just been so exemplary at it. It's like it's like saying that a. A perfectly fine kids movie is like, I mean, it's not a Pixar film. It's like, we shouldn't judge things against the highest caliber of something could be, you know? 
Yeah. Well, the, the, to me, the thing to, to take away from the Marvel films is the characters. Yes. Like, they really just nailed those characters. Mm-hmm. And because you like them so much, or or for some of them, if you don't like them, right, like, you, you want to continue watching just yeah. to see what happens or to hope that they succeed or to hope that they fail. And DC didn't do that. Universal didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't give us good characters that we cared about. Um, so hope, hope, hopefully with these like smaller, yeah. more, more, more contained stories that will, uh, maybe that'll help. Maybe hopefully. we'll all love Elizabeth Moss's Mrs. Invisible. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, to that, I say onward. Onward! To our next movie, which is Onward! <laughs> this is the first Pixar film of the year. Mm-hmm. First of two. Right, yeah. First of two. Um, this is the one where it's like fairy tale creatures living in modern society as if that was just normal. Yeah. Like instead of raccoons, they have unicorns that are like getting into the trash and stuff like that. Um, I actually said, when was the last time they put out a trailer for this one? Because it's, I feel like it's been a while. They kind of went silent. I mean, like two months ago or something, like right around the holidays, probably like Frozen Two times. I've seen both of the trailers. This looks promising to me. Like it looks a little odder than most Pixar films, but like in a way I dig, like I love fantasy stuff and the merging Mm -hmm. of fantasy and the plain old suburbs, two of my favorite things. Plus you got the two Peters in there. You got Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. My friend and I are excited Mm -hmm. to see them, to hear them. Plus Julia Louis-Dreyfus back the Queen Returns. Okay. This is coming out March 6th. Um, so it's a month away. And I'm kind of surprised that I haven't seen... I mean, I, I guess I didn't watch the su- Super Bowl. I would imagine there would mm. be like a short TV spot there. Yeah. Who knows? I think there's stuff out uh, there. Yeah. Uh, what do you think... For this one i put this one down as a 93 okay i don't know if this is going to be one of the blow you out of the water pixar films but this looks strong to me i i i think this one is going to hit home i'm gonna put a 95 okay um i think tom holland is hot <laughs> right now. he's he's uh He's making that big Spider-Man money. Mm. He's in like three animated films. Um, there's that one with him and Will Smith. Spies in disguise. Pigeon or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I, I think this is going to do well. And I think of the two Pixar movies coming out this year, we'll talk about Soul mm. later on. I know the least about Soul. Yeah. I think I'm more interested in Soul mm. personally. But I think this one is maybe going to surprise people. Like Soul 
seems maybe more safe. Really? I don't know, because it, it reminds me of um, the one with the emotions. Inside Out. Damn See, it. this is why I Got think... Got it on my first try. I, I think that I'm concerned that may work against Soul, that it might be close, like, close enough for comparison to Inside Out, but they will, like, fail by that comparison. Like, people will be like, well, it's good, maybe. but it's, it's not Inside Out, whereas uh, Onward is so different than anything they've tried. I feel like it'll be able to stand on its own legs a little better. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that because we we still there. It's about two brothers trying to go find some mystical thing to bring their mom back, right? No, no. Or something like that. Their dad uh, passed away when when uh, they were young. Uh, Tom Holland be- doesn't even remember dad hardly. Okay. And they, it's like Tom Holland's birthday. And so they're giving him this package like, oh, dad said always to save this until you turned 16 or 18, however old you are. And he opens up the package and it's a spell book. Dad was a wizard. And the spell, they find a spell in there that's supposed to bring their dad back for a day, one day. And Tom Holland's like, oh my God, I get to spend a day with yeah, my I dad. Knew it was full metal alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's why i was like two brothers trying to bring their dead mom back no. right <laughs> yeah so the spell no? okay doesn't work all the way and it brings back their dad's legs so it's these two brothers and the legs from the waist down just like evened off at the top like a like a clay sculpture just like the, their dad's legs. What a waste. Their dad, their dead dad's legs, legs and feet, and pants and shoes. <laughs> Go on an adventure with them to find the top half of them. There's like a spell that's like, okay, if we get, if we find the other components of the spell, if we get to this one place, whatever it is they need to do before this 24 hours is up, we can restore dad's top half and we can actually like talk to dad and like look at dad's face, look him in the eyes and he can hug us. I love this okay. concept so much. I love that it is so emotional. But legs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. I I I I think it's going to be a wild ride. Um no pun intended. Let's move on to the next one though. Bloodshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Melissa, you and I haven't read the comics that this has based on. Well, I've read them. Mm. We haven't read them on the review show, which is one of our uh, 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 other podcasts, thewhatnots.com, your favorite podcasting mm-hmm. platform. Go check it out. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited for Bloodshot. Uh, I don't know how well it's go- going to do. Mm. This is also kind of step number one for Valiant Comics in terms of their cinematic universe. Yeah. They were also one of the people that were like, hey, we're going to do a cinematic universe too. And then it just they went silent for a long mm. time. And finally in 2020, we are getting a bloodshot Led by Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. um, who is maybe hit or miss on the acting skills. 
he 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 can p- play I think certain roles really well. Groot, but then Teen Groot, Baby Groot. Yeah, he's top three. Um, well, he I mean he he's in the Chronicles of Riddick stuff, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people really like that. Mm-hmm. That has a huge cult following. Um, and then of course after the Fast and Furious stuff, and now with Marvel, him being on that stuff, he he, he can kind of do what he wants almost. Like he has enough in his portfolio, yeah. I think, for him to get this movie launched. Because I know that he's been behind, it. like he's been the one being like, "We need to get this done. Yeah. I want to play Bloodshot. Let's make this happen." I I do admire that about him that he is a giant nerd and wants to get nerd yeah. stuff made. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm excited mm. to see. This is about this guy who was a soldier, uh, and he gets chosen by Project Rising Spirit to be the subject of their latest, uh, what you call it? That like their latest experiments yeah. in nanite technology. Yeah. Um, and essentially, what they do is they kind of remake his body with these nanites um, so that he's indestructible. Mm. He can get blown up and his body can like regenerate and all that stuff. All he needs is protein. Um, so some sometimes there will be things he, he's just like, I need to go eat something and he'll have I to love go like, the idea of him on like... the side of the road. <laughs> Like he's in some like secret government briefing, just shoveling scrambled eggs into his mouth. Like, yeah, I got it. okay. Bad guy's lair is there. I'm gonna steal that truck. I'm gonna put on this disguise. All right, yeah. <laughs> he's slowly cracking open a pile of hard boiled eggs in the middle of a yeah. meeting. Whole room smells like eggs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, j- Sam j- just says, just suck someone's dick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I think that's a exactly. pretty inefficient way um, to receive all that protein, but do as you will. I mean, I, he can do a gangbang. It's up to him. <laughs> Whatever he thinks is the most fun way to get his protein in. How, right. how yeah. fun is an egg? You do you, bloodshot mm. um okay so i think i think this film is going to do okay yeah i i i, I think it's going to strike a chord with people who like the comics mm. i think this is going to end up being a good adaption of the comics i don't think it's going to hit for everyone no it's I know that it's connected to this whole Valiant universe, which I've read a little bit about and which I've enjoyed. But otherwise, I look at the trailer, putting that out of my mind, and I'm like, this just seems like a kind of generic sci-fi flavored action movie. Yeah. I'm going to go with 78. (laughs) I went with 40. There you go. Which again, these are not like my own sense of taste and judgment this is what i think the general populace may think of bloodshot yeah yeah that's that's what i'm trying to Mm. think of too though i yeah i I think with this one in particular maybe my bias is 
showing just a bit. One thing I've learned is uh, that Rotten Tomatoes is always lower than what I think it is. Like, let's say last year I went to go see Men okay. in Black International. A perfectly fun, charming enough action movie. Cool sci-fi elements, really nice looking, good performances. I had a good time. I'd see it again. I think that got like a 25%. So- <laughs> let's see what it got. Men in Black International, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it got a 23%. Right? I think it's a, a perfectly fine film. So I'm I'm skewing low on these. Interesting. I've learned I've learned my lesson. Interesting. Okay. Maybe I'm wildly off then with Bloodshot, but like him, I will stick to my guns. <laughs> Is that another um, power he has? Just like real sticky hands? I mean, basically his character is what if Wolverine and the Punisher was one person. Okay. Um, so he has the like, I don't remember my past because right. they like messed with my head and they rewired all, all of that stuff. And so I think that's what the movie is going to be, like him discovering that what he thought was his family and all that stuff is not actually real. And then him being like, okay, now I need to go get my revenge on the people that did this to me. Figure out who I am. But yeah, then he just has a ton of guns. He just shoots everything and blows it up. Our next movie on the list is Mulan, and I just like that these follow each other. We've, yeah. we have two very different kinds of heroes. <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel like Mulan and Bloodshot would get, get along. <laughs> right? Her, her whole thing being like, I'll make a man out of you. But, right? I mean, it's, it's not her thing, right. but like. <laughs> a man has been made out <laughs> like of she, me. She She's a warrior. Yeah. Real recognize real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mulan. Um, so I, I actually have yet to see that new trailer for Mulan. I don't think I've seen Mulan. the I most recent it out one yet. either. No. Um, have you seen any of the live action remakes of all these? Uh, I, I've seen Aladdin and beauty and the beast and the originator the 90s 101 dalmatians okay gotcha i yeah i I guess that counts as a live action remake it is it is it's not part of the slew of them but it is i've i've liked them fine i think they're enjoyable i think there's uh are they original no are they creative yes like there's some really great design work and translations and like updating in some of these that I really enjoyed. And I know with Mulan, they're really trying to like, let's do right by this story. Like it's going to be more of like a fairy tale, you know, kind of themed, like more of a historical epic, a lot more like culturally authentic. I don't think it has any music in it, which is a bold choice. But it makes sense for what they want yeah. to do. Or maybe there is music of some sort, but it's, it hasn't made it into the, the footage I've seen. Okay. Might break into, into song every now and then, because, you know, mm. that's what happens in history. In a war. Right? Yeah. That's what you do. You sing. <laughs> um, what do you think this one is going to do? Uh, 
this seems fairly solid. I put this one at 72. 72. That's that's kind of about where I wanted to go. I'm 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 going to go 71. Actually. Okay. <laughs> right below you on that. Yeah, I've I haven't gone to see any of the live action Disney remakes, but of mm-hmm. course I've seen the live action 101 Dalmatians one that was so long ago. Um yeah, I, I, I just haven't had any interest in them. I know they do gangbusters. They make a mm-hmm. ton of money, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I I think the originals are so classic. Mm-hmm. It's something that you don't really want to touch. Just like, they're, they're so good already. Like, <laughs> this is such a risk if it ends up b- being terrible, right? I don't think it is because... Like, the original versions are just as prevalent as they have always been. Like, there is no erosion of the original versions. I'm, I don't know, I am kind of, I think they've done enough of the live-action remakes. I wouldn't be interested in too many more of these things. But I do kind of like them the same way I like a cover song or, like, a Broadway revival of a musical. Like, let me just see that same thing again reskinned. I'm kind of intrigued to see, like, what little creative flourishes go into it this time if if you had to pick a disney movie that has not gotten a live action remake yet what disney movie would you pick atlantis atlantis that's atlantis yeah that's a good one i can't decide between emperor's new groove (laughs) or a goofy movie I would those really are my like favorites. To, I would really like to see a live action Emperor's New Groove that is exactly <laughs> as zany as the original llama. one is. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. It'd be so funny. Uh, <laughs> Emperor's New Groove and a Goofy Movie are my favorite Disney films of all time, and they are incredibly underrated. They're so I, good. My favorite is Hunchback. <laughs> <laughs> which they have tried to do a Broadway musical out of. I don't think it got... Have they? It wasn't very big, but it exists out there, and supposedly that was amazing. So, like, I don't care about the movie unless you're making a movie of that musical. That's all I sure. want. Okay. Well, that's Mulan. Uh, Melissa, the next one is New Mutants. Yes, long awaited. You've been super excited about this one for a long time. I'm, I don't, I, all I know about the new mutants is from when I've listened to Jay and Miles explain the X-Men. And I always liked when they particularly, specifically described the the new mutants to me. And I think this is a neat group of characters. And I have, I've been surprised at like what a weird limbo this movie has been in for so long. And I get that Mm -hmm. it's because it's like not closely tethered to anything and continuity it seems like like it's not like a direct sequel to anything it's just sort of like floating out there as a standalone that could have ties to something else depending on like you know, kind of what you how you edit it what other things you add on to it yeah. it's this movie this doesn't seem stupendous but this does not seem like a movie bad enough that it has been buried this many times I don't know why they keep burying like, it because it seems fine it seems like a good time 
I I I think it's it got buried so many times not because it's a bad film, mm. but I think it just hit at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, just with the whole Disney buying out Fox and all of that stuff, it just it just got caught up in the in the machine. Um and yeah, and like the the fact that they that it had been kind of, I mean, not shelved, but like yeah. put on hiatus or sent to reshoots multiple times, yeah. which happens in movies. But this was like notorious for like they're reshooting again and again and again. Um, like I think I think the fact that they haven't let this die yeah. means that people have faith in this. In, yes, in, in this, like they see something with this film mm. um and so i'm really curious and I, I, this is like one of the few exceptions of like going to see a horror movie for me i i don't know how much this will be a horror film but that was always the yeah. like that's what we're going with here it's mm. a bunch of these like teenage mutants set in the 80s trying to escape so it is this like horror movie vibe mm. um and i really like that like i i think that's what the superhero movies need to do to not get stale is like mm. really dip into genres yeah like, really, like i'm so mad that uh scott D D D derrickson is off uh doctor strange too because i wanted that to be a horror film but if they bring Sam Raimi on, he can do the yeah. horror. And I also think he knows how to play it like just safe enough that it maintains that like broad audience that they, yeah. that they want to keep for, which I understand because this is a character who audiences have seen in tamer movies in the past. This is connected yeah. to a tamer world. So they want to like not lose a bunch of like 10 year old Marvel fans. And they're like 60 year old grandmas who take them to the theater, you know? Like, yeah, I think they can do it. I, I I think they do want it to be a horror film, but just not the brand of horror film, not the like pure capital H horror that Scott Derrickson was shooting for, which I do admire. Yeah. I would love to see that. But I also really want to see this slightly more like like a solid PG-13 whole family could get in on it. Sam Raimi spooky Doctor Strange yeah. movie. Um, as excited I mm. as I am for New Mutants, I think it's going to do a round of 65. I put 60. We're pretty close on that one. Okay. 60. Here we go. We might have to speed things up here a little bit. <laughs> We've been oh, talking a bunch on all of these. Um, all right. I guess there's certain certain ones that we can speed up on like i think we have talked one, about it's no, it's no time, time to, to die. die which we have yeah, talked about say. a lot and we will talk about more so i'll just come yeah. in here and say i put this at a 92 92 interesting okay i was gonna go low 80s i'm gonna go 81 mm. on no time to die um I, I did no particular reason yeah. for me on that one. I just think it, it it'll be a good film. 
may not be the best one. It's also what the like fourth or fifth one in the series now. It's so the it's fifth like, one. Yeah. It kind of has a little bit of baggage of like mm -hmm. if yeah. I go watch it and I haven't really seen the other ones, I might not know exactly some of the insider info that they're talking about in in that film. But uh, but let's see. Sam wants to know how the recent James Bond films has done on Rotten Tomatoes. What was the last one that they did? Uh, the last did? one was Spectre. Um, Spectre, Rotten Tomatoes. Are you Googling all of these instead of yeah. going to Rotten Tomatoes and putting the movies into their search bar? I I just searched it now because I didn't have it pulled up. Hmm. Uh, Spectre got a 63. Mm. Um, but what it was pretty even because the audience score was 61. What did Skyfall get? Let's see. Skyfall. Um. Right, see, this is why I didn't. Oh, whoop! Back, back, back up. I saw it. <laughs> there it is. Skyfall got a ninety-two. Mm-hmm. And the audience score was an eighty-six. Really? Okay, I mm -hmm. can see that. Man, I might even up mine since I this looks better than Skyfall. I say this loving Skyfall. I'm okay. can I up mine slightly? Yeah. I'm gonna go up to a 93, which isn't that much of an advancement. But One knowing whole the, point. <laughs> like this looks good to me. This looks very good to me, but I also know this is a movie that has gone through several generations. It's closing out the Daniel Craig Bond arc. So it might have like, like you said, it kind of has a baggage with it and it's going to have like a lot of things it needs to accomplish. So uh -huh. I think it'll be good, but I think it will also have its awkward points. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, Black Widow. Moving on to that one. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think this is maybe the first of the films in 2020. 20 that I'm like this is one of my most anticipated ones like I I want to see Bloodshot but it, it, I like it's gonna mm -hmm. be one of those mm -hmm. ones like I'm sure it's not gonna do gangbusters you know um Black Widow I'm really curious about because this is I guess besides um Spider-Man this is like the first one after Endgame Yes. So I I don't know what like I, I I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Like what are they going to do next? Are is the end credit scene going to be like, "Oh my god, it's Galactus." <laughs> <laughs> this is technically the first film of Phase 4. You're right. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home closed out Phase 3. So this so will I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I am curious if this how much of this is set up and how much of it is just here's a fun adventure starring a beloved character that has some connections to larger things but is less of like you know a mechanism mm -hmm. designed to propel the engine forward. Yeah. Um I'm going to go set 79 
on that one. I gave this one a 90. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. We already mentioned it some, and now by this mm. time I forgot what I was going to say about, about it when I was mm. like, I'll, I'll hold my thoughts off until later on. <laughs> yeah, what are they? I did, look, it's a mystery. Oh. The mystery to, to, to me. Well, so, Detective Chris Rock is going to have to solve this. Yeah. Um, I The one thing I'm wondering, because like, I, I haven't seen the Saw films. I've had people try to explain them to me many, many years mm-hmm. ago, and I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, however, have you read... Um, Ozumaki. I have not, but like I know the the principles of the thing. So I'm wondering if they're going to borrow any like similar ideas of this like mass hallucination or something. I don't know. I I'm, yeah. no, I like that, that idea. Do the it same just makes thing, but just like why are they calling it spiral and not like soft twenty nine. Well, okay, because the jigsaw puppet, he's got spirals on his cheeks. Right. Wow. But, I, I, <laughs> like, I, they don't call Dr. Strange cape. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's just like, what? Why wouldn't you just call it Dr. Strange? Just I call would it love Saw if there's, I would love if there's a new Thor movie years from now featuring a new Thor and it's just called Hammer. Breastplate. <laughs> um, right like that's that's what it equates to in my mind like i don't understand it so calling it spiral spiral really... also indicates kind of a descent it's spiral yeah, exactly. the verb like when you're just falling and crumbling and maybe yeah. that's what happens to detective chris rock maybe he's got like the big conspiracy board and he's fallen into this thing and they're like you know detective chris rock this can't be an evil clown puppet and he's like it's an evil clown puppet i know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah i mean that's what happens in uzumaki is like things just no pun intended literally spiral out of control yeah. as people start getting uh like just enamored and obsessed with the symbol of a spiral and what that means and what it mm. does to their life, their personality, all of that stuff to the town too, right? Like, the, mm. I, yeah, there's a lot, lot of stuff there. Uh, Sam says, I think spiral is the ninth movie, but 32 is good. <laughs> also. So apparently still more land before time films. Uh, than yeah. There are saw films. So, so, <laughs> Um, what did you want to give Spiral? I gave it an 88. What are you thinking? 88. Um, Which is high. I might go 66, 66. for the Spirals. I, I don't know. This looks like... I trust Chris Rock. This is such a weird turn for him to make. I'm like, you wouldn't do this unless you've got a real good roadmap. Yeah. Um. Next Moving up, on to another Scoob. horror mystery. It's Scoob. Hey there, Scoob. <laughs> it's a haunted <laughs> clown. I'm I'm Shaggy. This is what he's always sounded like. Um. So, 
I I remember when the the trailer for this came out a mm. couple months ago, and I was like, this actually looks really good. It does. Like, I'm super excited about this, uh, but I don't really know anything else about it besides that I liked the art style. It looks nice, and the recent like Warner Brothers Scooby Doo variants. Like, uh, I love Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. They've done some right. really good, like, directed DVD movies. It's stronger than people give it credit for. I haven't seen everything in this recent run, but the stuff I have seen, I've really liked. So I yeah. I don't know what the populace will think of it. I gave this a 65. I'm guessing 65 for the public. Pretty high in Melissa's own heart. Okay. Um... <laughs> Sam, I did almost give it 69%. Almost. Um, I mean, and that's a spiral in and of itself, am ah! I right? Sure. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. What were you saying was your number? I think I'm I'm I think I'm gonna go like a 62. Okay. Okay, moving on. F9. I, I, we just saw the trailer for this last week. Yeah. We were talking about it. I haven't kept up with the Fast and the Furious fan franchise since Tokyo Drift. Mm. But I am back in. I need to go watch all of these films because this one looks ridiculous. Mm. I mean, they, they've all kind of been ridiculous, but... This one just looks so wild. And I think this franchise has built up so much good will yeah. that I think people just know that these are going to be bonkers and they're just going to mm. go have a good time. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this one, uh, I, I, I want to say an 83. I gave it a 66. 66. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm back in. I I this is just they have so much fun. Like how how can you yeah. not like fun? <laughs> okay. The long awaited Artemis Fowl. The most anticipated movie of my life. I've been waiting this waiting for this since I was ten years old. Dude. I'm re I'm rereading all of the books right now. I'm about to finish book two tonight. I love these things so much, but I have no idea what kind of film this is going to make. I think it's going to be at least good, but I don't know what people are going to think of this thing. I remember when that first book came out and it had this like code running along the b bottom of the page and it was like crack the code and win some contest and maybe you'll win an appearance in the artemis yep. Fowl movie and that was what like 2002 yeah something two, I, like that? 2001 maybe like early <laughs> like i was 10 i was 10 when i got in i was 10 years old oh, reading holy. those words I'm, clo I'm closing up on 30 I, I, this was like one of those young adult mm. book series that was kind of coming out in and around the same time that Harry Potter yeah. was. So a lot of people didn't pay attention to it because it was coming out 
at mm. that same time. But it was really good. Like, yes. It, like, if you've not read these books and you just want, like, a good adventure story with, like, fantasy elements and action and some, like, crime stuff going on, this is it. And it's funny. Yeah, they like, are really funny. Yeah. It's great stuff. Um, mm. But I, I, I remember us talking about this film last year because the film was supposed to come out last year. It was supposed to come out why. in August, last yeah. August, I think. And they released a trailer like in like um like December 2018. Like that's the yeah. episode when we are talking about this trailer. That's how long yeah. it's been. And and then somewhere along the way, it was like, yeah, we delayed this movie an entire year. <laughs> Like we're 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 gonna delay this thing. So and wasn't it because of some like business thing? Like Disney had like since so. they had acquired Fox, they had like you know like there were legal there was paperwork drawn up of we have to release these movies in this time frame, and they had to push something. And Artemis Fowl like that's the one that had like you know bureaucratic wiggle room to push it another season. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Sam uh, says, I'm a bit leery of this one because I learned the author thinks rather poorly of pagans, even though he literally inspired a generation of Hellenic pagans. Hmm. I don't know Hmm. anything about that. I haven't (laughs) done any research on that stuff. I I just, I have good childhood memories of those books. Uh, What do you want to give Artemis Fowl? I I have no idea what people are going to think about this thing and I'm trying not to like let my own interest in it sway me right. so I set it just as a plain down the middle 50. Okay. Uh yeah, I'm thinking around the same unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh I hope I hope it's good. I'm going to go with 53. Okay. Coming up next, Wonder Woman 1984. Um I'm super excited for this film. Um, I really liked the first one at the time when when that first one came out. That was the best DC film. Yeah. Um, I, I I know there was a lot of people out there that still didn't really like it or do all that stuff, and that's un- understandable. I think it was just like in comparing to everything else that DC had been making, this was like. This is a huge step up. Keep a keep at it. Give her a second movie. Yeah. Um, and they didn't. So I, I really hope this one knocks it out of the park. Because, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I think because of the success of the first one, I think this one will do good. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with an 88 on that one. Uh, I went for the obvious and put down 84. <laughs> I was like, how is that obvious? <laughs> um Yeah, and I'm I'm also hearing really, really good things about Birds of Prey. Oh neat, yeah. Uh, so which I am gonna try and go see tomorrow. We're recording this uh on the Friday night that it came out. Mm. Um I'm gonna see if we can go see it tomorrow. We are hoping to do an episode of the Reactor Core on that one so be looking for that hopefully yeah. soon hopefully soon um 
The next one is Soul. This is the... <laughs> Hold on, I was talking to Sam and she, I'm like, are you sure you're not thinking of the Percy Jackson guy writing about the Greek gods? And she's like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> oh well, it happens. I, I get it. Like all of the like early to mid 2000s young adult all literature the same. does kind of meld together. Rick Riordan and Owen Colfer are one man. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's what's his name? Lemony Snicket in in there. Yeah. Him and Christopher says whatever she wants. Paulini. Twitter. Yeah. It's just an amalgamated hydra with several heads. Cut off one head, two more grow back. Um, next one is Soul. This is the second Pixar film of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of this one? Are you excited for this? I'm film? excited you, for all the Pixar movies. But I, because we don't know very much about this one yet, and the plot of it yeah. seems very abstract, I was a little bit more conservative on my score on this. I scored a little bit lower than I think most of the Pixars have done, and I went for an 87. 87. Okay, let's see here. Seven. This one looks really good to me. Um, I, I, like, we all know even, like, the worst of Pixar films are still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I I happen to rather enjoy the good dinosaur. It's weird, I, I, but I don't dislike it, it. Yeah, it's weird. I don't need to watch it again. Yeah, it, but you know, it was good though. I think this will end up being kind of one of those things, but I think they are going to try something new. I especially since this is more of a story about music. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they're going to incorporate that a lot more and make mm. this more of a musical um which would be really neat to see them kind of go off in that direction but i don't know how well it's going to do with audiences i'm going to give it uh, 80 okay Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> In uh, a world <laughs> where Top Gun exists, where Tom Cruise played volleyball, no shirt on, on the beach. As many have. I As think many if you, have. I think if you try to play volleyball with a shirt on, like you get a whistle blown at you, you, you were handed a red card. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Top Gun. I could really care less about Mm. this one. I think this is just one of those nostalgia grabs. I don't think this is going to do super well. I'm going to give this one a 62. I gave this one a 79. I rated it a little bit higher because the Mission Impossible movies have been so good. And I know Tom Cruise has got a decent creative hand in those. And I think Top Gun Maverick may have some of the same quality of like, this is just technically 
a tremendous feat. And I think that'll yeah. buy it like a lot of good credit. That's Is, fair. Maybe the plot will be nonsense. Maybe the characters will be cardboard. But I, I am certain that this will be a great movie to look at and to watch a lot of behind-the-scenes DVD featurettes about. Don't you want to watch cardboard pilots flying airplanes? <laughs> I mean, I've already watched, so you know, blown-up plastic pilots fly airplanes. Cardboard's right. next. Oddly enough, well, Melissa, you, This was a, what did you give it, 60-something? 62. 62, you okay. You said 79. Um, oddly enough, this next film, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I'm interested in that yes. one. Yes. I think it's also a nostalgia play, um, but it's hitting a weird thing, right? Because we had the Ghostbusters film from a couple years ago that was the like all female mm. one that this film is just completely ignoring. That that film is it's making it no longer canon. I don't think that's um, true. I think so. There's the first two Ghostbusters; those are a canon. Ghostbusters 2016 is like a separate thing where the previous two Ghostbusters movies don't exist. So this is continuing on the first two Ghostbusters. Like it is nothing to do with Ghostbusters yeah. 2016. Like, I don't think it's erasing it. Yeah, it right. was not included to right. begin the, with. But I mean, that's that, that, well, it, I guess I never went and saw it. So I, I don't know how many, like how it did cook. C connect to the original ones but that's what i mean by like it's kind of just ignoring the 2016 like if if that was the timeline they're kind of just being like let's go off this way instead i <laughs> i think this direct sequel to the first two ghostbusters has been in various stages of development for a long time so i don't think this is done mm -hmm. in opposition to the 2016 ghostbusters i think at some point this split like the production split and it's like, we're going to try a continuation oh, yeah. and we're going to try a reboot. And the reboot got off the ground first and now we're getting the continuation, but it's just like, it's the one that arrived next. Like it's not a reaction to Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah. Um, I, I also think it might end up doing fairly middling because with the popularity of Stranger Things mm -hmm. and it, we're starting to get a trope of just like, hey, it's the like <laughs> sci-fi horror thing going on with a group of kids and Finn Wolfhard or <laughs> whatever his name is. The boy is. picked a brand and stuck to it. You gotta, you kind of got to admire it. He's like, I like this. More of this, please. I mean, hey, it's working yeah. out for him and he's doing well mm -hmm. at it. Like, he's not bad, but it's just like, yeah. I know. I'm I'm going to go 69. I gave this nice. an, an, an 81. I think because this is Jason Reitman st stepping into his father's footsteps after Ivan Reitman directed those first two Ghostbusters movies. I right. think this is going to be something very personal, very deliberate, and very nuanced. I think there's going to be like a lot of layers to this film. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's why, personally, I'm in interested mm. in that one, because it looks like they are doing right by the Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah. Next up, Tenet. Tenet. I am very excited for this one. I am, too. I 
didn't even watch that tra trailer. I saw clips, and I was just like, I'm sold. I'm signing yep, up. Yep. <laughs> like, I have watched everything, um, but also, like, I didn't need to. You could have given me the log line, and that also would have completely bought me. I just like trailers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give that one a 94. This one I'm giving a 95. Yeah. Sounds about right to me. Uh, Morbius. Oh, the living vampire? Another. Yes. Damn, okay. Not the dead okay. one. The living one. <laughs> uh, this is also one of those Spider-Man kind of spin-off mm. stories. Um, along with Venom and Venom 2, which we will be talking about in a mm. bit here. This one, this is a character I couldn't give a shit about. <laughs> when they announced that they were making this film, I was confused. You're just like, but no one likes him. Like, why? Of all the villains that Spider-Man has, he has so mm. many good villains. Why Morbius? And I, no one likes I Morbius. I don't know a ton about comic books, but I... I don't know as much as a comic book person, but I know more than the average schmo on the street. I had never heard of Morbius. Yeah. And that's at least something I'm good at. Even if I don't know who or what something is, I have I know that word. I've heard that word. Never heard of Morbius. Yeah. As as a big Spider-Man fan, I, I know who he is, but he's nothing special. Yeah. You can like basically ignore him and you'll be fine. Um, however, that trailer looked awesome. I, I like, that was surprising how good that looked. But I think, I don't know, I, uh, hmm. What do you think? I'm giving this a 72. Like, I don't feel like I know enough about it yet to make an accurate summation. I know I love Jared Harris. Okay. That's something. I think this might be good. Yeah. Perhaps not great, but time will tell. I really have nothing to go on here. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go 78. Okay. Because I think this is going to continue to surprise people, especially with the kind of Easter egg bomb drops that happened in the trailer yeah. already. I'm just like, Okay, you have my at at attention. What is happening here? I like this. Um, so I'm I'm excited for that one. But yeah, I think good, not great. Maybe on the higher end mm -hmm. of good. Like just below good. <laughs> it's good. Just missed the mark. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> great and good. It's, it's better than bad. It's good. Team Girl Squad. I'm ready to look so good. <laughs> I mean, great. I mean, good. Good and great. great. And good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Homestar Rock. Um, okay. Bill and Ted face the music. This doesn't even have a trailer out yet. This just has a poster and I think some conjecture. And some goodwill on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um... I, I've I've seen Bill and Ted once, I think, mm. in school. 
it was it was one of those like we're at the end of the year we're not doing this counts as history. history yeah bill and ted's ec- excellent adventure here's abraham lincoln kids um <laughs> so i <laughs> you're all going to be quizzed on the ziggy piggy so write this down yeah like i know a lot of people love this i've never gotten into it so i'm really not interested in this franchise mm-hmm. i think this is going to be like a 72 i put this at a 67 but again i've nothing to go on yeah um what about the king's man have you seen any of the kingsman films uh i haven't i want to watch out for that pitch coming soon to the review show uh i've seen the trailer for this i wasn't aware this was happening it's got Ray Fiennes in it, my boy. So I'm excited. I'm excited. And I gave this a, yeah. a, a decent 70. Okay. Decent 70. Um, I, I, I haven't seen these films either. I really want to. It seems like I've been missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are based off of comics. That's right. Is this the, um, um, is this Mark Millar? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if that was true or if this just also had Mark Strong in it. So I'm like, I don't know. It's that kick-ass guy again. Maybe he loves to work yeah, with a, Mark Strong. Same same guy who made Kick-Ass, which is a fantastic film. I've seen that one. Uh, second one, not so much. But, oh well. Um, yeah, pe- people really like these films. Like, I, I remember people going in and just not knowing what it was, being like, it looks, it looks okay, and they came out being like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I'm gonna give this one an 81. Oh, damn. I'm looking at it on IMDb. We also have Stanley Tucci and Jaimon Hansu. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so if you ever do pitch this down the road, uh, I'm sure this will be on one of my lists if you do not pitch it. But uh, hold on. Sorry. What was your number for that one again? My number was 81. Okay. For the King's Man. I'm looking it up on IMDb because now I'm worried Mark Strong isn't in this and I made that. Oh, he is. Okay. He plays a character named Merlin. What? Merlin. Mark Hamill's Um, in this. I was going to suggest, because we haven't done one of these in a long while, Mm. we could potentially do a compare and contrast episode on the review show where you pitch watching the first film and like the first volume of the comic. I want to watch both of them films though. The second one, that's got Pedro Pascal in it, and I want to see his face okay. for once. Did you not watch the end? <laughs> um, okay. I want to see his Venom face two. for twice. Okay. You've got for me. Twice. <laughs> um, Venom 2 is next. <laughs> I haven't seen this the first one. I thought it was going to do terrible. I thought it looked awful. Mm-hmm. That like <laughs> looked stupid. Um and apparently it made a shit ton of money. I'll say Venom, I don't know if it's a good movie, 
But it is a very entertaining and memorable movie. And there are some tremendous, that is a feat Tom Hardy is doing. I give him all the applause in the world. And Venom 2. How did the first one get? Is directed by Andy Serkis. Who, if y'all don't know, this is the motion capture actor and artist for Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. He's been the lead ape in these Planet of the Apes movies. He was in Tintin. Claw? Yeah, yeah. Black Panther? If you want to actually see his face for once, he plays Jennifer Garner's boss in 13 going on 30. (laughs) I remember this for some reason because he's a tremendous man. And he's done a little bit of directing work, I think. I know he directed some scenes in, like, the final Lord of the Rings movie. He directed himself, Mm -hmm. which is tricky to do. He's directing a scene with Smeagol in it. I have faith in him. I think he knows exactly... Like, Tom Hardy is already amazing at this performance. And I think Andy Serkis knows exactly how to direct him and how to play this dual personality that's going on. Also... I looked this up on IMDb the other day to double check when it was coming out. And I saw this has got Naomi Harris from the recent Bond movies. She's the new money penny. Mm -hmm. She's playing Shriek. And I like the idea of this. Going that route. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just want to see Naomi Harris scream and be covered in goo. It sounds like a good time. I am giving this. I have faith in what Andy Serkis can do with Venom 2. And I'm giving this an 83. Wow. Okay. Um. So I definitely wasn't going to go that high. I was going to go like 64. Okay. Because the first one got a 29 <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, this is the best. Jeez. But it, it made... Well, so it, it was 29 uh-huh. on the tomato uh-huh. meter, but it got an 80% in the audience score. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those ones where it's like mainstream people liked it just fine mm-hmm. and critics were just like, yeah, this is not good. I <laughs> think really the bad. movie knows what it did and I think it knows how to steer itself going forward. Which is why I was like 64. Hey, like, yeah. That's, that's a no, step I understand that. Yeah. I, I think they're starting to find their footing, especially with how uh, surprising Morbius mm-hmm. looked. Or, uh, yeah. I can't get Whatever. his name right. I'm um, like Morpheus, Morpho, <laughs> Mobius. Morpho, the last vampire Morpho. I have to stop myself <laughs> from saying Morpheus or Mobius every time. Like, no, it's both of those put together. Um. So yeah, like I, I, I still don't think this is go go going to be great. I don't think it's going to be good, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun still. And I think it's yeah, it's 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 going to be a big step up. And mm. I think they're going to start to go in some interesting ways. Mm. Hopefully, um, hopefully if they start tying it in more with everything else. Last but not least, oh, Melissa, yeah, Eternals. We keep in mind if you guys are listening out there, so sorry to interrupt, nah. Melissa. Um, this goes through the end of November, so there are mm. still movies c- coming out in December, yeah. but we are going to check back in on this list at the start of December 
and then that's when we will do our 2021 do this again again yeah for 2021 um so that's why i only went to there and then we'll hopefully keep doing it every december Mm -hmm. for the next 40 years (laughs) until there is as long as there is films no more movies we're gonna be there yeah um so as much as i'm excited about black widow Mm mm-hmm being the first like phase four Marvel mm. film and just not knowing what they're going to do with it. Yeah. I don't know if it's really going to be the one that will shake things up or that yeah. will really like it might it might do the thing that Iron Man did or at the end it had like a mention of something. And yeah. that's it. I think besides that, it's going to be a fairly known quantity. It's going to be a spy thriller. Uh, there's going to be some big t- twists Mm -hmm. because that's the kind of spy espionage stuff along with taskmaster who can like take other people's moves and do them after only seeing them once so maybe he's acting as someone Mm. who knows i don't know i don't know what's happening there but this is the one that i think is just completely unknown yes i i don't know who the eternals are as a comic book fan, I I don't know who they are. Um, and to see them like putting putting stuff um uh, back back out there, it 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 was just like, hey, you can buy the Eternals graphic novel, and I was just like, that was from like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no one's heard of this. Yeah. No one's gonna buy that. Um, but yeah. So, anyways. What are you thinking of this one? Because I, 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 I don't know what to think right. of this one. Right, this is such a mystery. But it's a mystery I'm excited about. They've got a really solid cast. It's such a, a long-spanning, a little abstract narrative about these, like, eternal gods looking down on Earth and all of existence yeah. and just how they're processing this. And where they came from and how they think and where they're going and what the relationships to each other are. This seems weird, but good. I I have faith in this one and I am putting this one at a 92. It's got a little bit of an air of prestige around it, I think. Yeah. It's an interesting cast as well. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm gonna go 88 okay. with that one. I I I feel like that's a good high score, but this is the one that I I st- I I don't know what to think. I don't know if yeah. other people are gonna know what to think or if they're gonna like this new direction. Mm-hmm. If I mean, who knows if it takes things in a new direction or not? But 88. Yeah, I think that's a that good sounds one. solid. So, Okay, we have go. done all of our Rotten Tomatoes predictions. Do you have any other assorted sure predictions? Because I came up with a couple of these. Okay. Um, I think we've already kind of talked about it when the No Time to Die trailer came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Rami Malik's character is going to be Dr. No. Mm. However, 
I'm going to take it one step further. Uh-huh. What if Bond dies? I think Bond is going to die. I think Daniel Craig, because this is his last film as James Bond, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What if... Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, they, they put Doctor No in there because of his famous, la, 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 or that famous exchange of 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 like, well, what do you want me? You know, like, <laughs> uh, like, do you want me to do something? He's like, no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. And I, I think this one <laughs> what will. What if he outlives Bond and he's like, I, I didn't really mean it, buddy. I didn't really expect you to die. Oh, God. Now what am I going to tell the investors? The board of directors is going to fire me. I, we have I to clean this up before M gets home. Right? No, like, I, I think that would be an interesting revelation and, like, mm-hmm. callback to the original yeah. film. Mm-hmm. And then an interesting way to flip the script of, like, yeah. James Bond, you know, is now dead. There will be a new 007. From now on, which we already know that there will be a new 007 within this film. So, I don't know. That's prediction number one. Rami okay. Malik is Dr. No. James Bond will die. Okay. Danny Others. Is. Um, I'm writing these down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm typing mine into Dr. No. Uh, Bond. I mostly, I didn't do a lot of narrative specific predictions, but one I have is that we know from the Black Widow trailers that there's some element, like she's narrating the trailers. Like she's like, I always have a family like the Avengers. I used to do this. So I'm wondering if there's going to be some storytelling element within the movie itself and you know how mm-hmm. at the end, at the very end of Iron Man 3, they pull the thing where he's been telling the whole story to Bruce? Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do something kind of like that. And Natasha has been telling this whole story to Gamora inside the Soul Stone. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Natasha and Gamora have a girl's night. Yeah. <laughs> that's what i wrote yours down i i, I should fix that uh, let's see gamora's Natasha. like this is great my sister didn't have any hair for me to play with let's braid each right. other's hair right natasha is telling uh her story to gamora in the soul stone where they meet a young black musician from a Pixar. <laughs> um. Okay. Interesting. Mm. That's a good one. Um. How how much money did Venom make? Uh, let's see. How much more than I'll ever see? Did Venom? make globally um box that's an article i don't just give me a number cool (laughs) box office oh there we go 
international. So worldwide, it made mm. eight hundred fifty-six million. Heck. I'm gonna say Venom Two. Mm -hmm. It's going to. Uh, do I want to say it makes a billion? I think so. <laughs> Venom one Venom billion two. dollars. Right, Venom Two will uh make one million, one billion. <laughs> It'll make one million. <laughs> Um, globally. I we have oh, a this is a franchise heavy list that we created. So I looked mm -hmm. at all of the original films, which is I think just Onward, uh, Soul, Tenet, and oh, there's one I didn't count. Like there were four of them. The invi you might count the Invisible Man. Like the Invisible Man is a concept, but this isn't like a direct adaptation of the H.G. Wells novel. Sure. So yeah. I looked at all of those and I'm like, which of these non-franchise movies do I think is going to gross the most? I didn't put a dollar amount to it. I'm going to guess Tenet. And I guess this because I wonder if now it will edge out these Pixar movies because there will be enough people thinking this will be on Disney Plus in five months. Interesting. And I feel like something, and also like, Tenet looks so visually interesting. I think this will be a. I think this will be a movie that people will want to see in a theater. In IMAX and I think that'll give it the yeah. edge over these like big family friendly Pixar movies. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know though, because the it's the family stuff that really makes gangbusters. I I could be it's wrong. This was one. a tough this was a tough choice, but I'm like I I got to predict something. I am predicting Tenet will uh make the most money out of the original films, not counting the franchise ones. I also predict that this will be the best reviewed movie of the list. Okay. I set it the highest. I wonder if critics will also set it the highest, and I set my top 5 the movies that I'm predicting to be the top 5 highest rated ones out of this list are Onward, no Time to Die, Soul, Tenet, and Eternals. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Um, I am going to predict... And, um... This is not video game, so I can't. I can't be like. <laughs> I think Spiral is gonna get delayed. What do I want to predict? Should I? If do you want to, if you want to delay, if you want some more time, I have more things I can read. How about you read your next one? Okay. I think that New Mutants will perform better both dollar-wise and critic score-wise. It will perform better than Dark Phoenix. Whatever that was at. I didn't look it up. I'll look it up later. It's, it'll just be better. Okay. I was, I was thinking about New Mutants as well. I, I think there's going to be an Easter egg that will tie it into the MCU. 
Mm-hmm. New mutants will tie into to you. Some somehow, some mm, way. Okay. There's gonna be a mention okay. of something. Because we know that mutants are eventually coming into mm. the MCU. There's a new rumor going around yeah. that the villain for Captain Marvel 2 is going to be Rogue. So, I like that. That's an interesting one. So it'd be neat to see them, yeah, start sprinkling the idea of, hey, mutants actually exist in this world, right? Like, what if these new mutants are, they they were affected by the snap, and that's why they mm. had, like, that's what awoke their powers and stuff like that. Or Is something. this set in the 80s, though? Ooh, good, good call. I believe it is. Actually, so who knows? I might be wrong. Um, how how many of these predictions do you want to do? Right now, we have, uh, we're at three each. Ooh, um, I I made a I I made a list of the top five movies on this list that I think will make me cry. Okay. What's uh? So you just want to do these five will make you cry? Yes. You don't have to do these same metrics. This is just what I thought was going to be fun to predict. Okay. I predict that my own personal tear jerkers will be Black Widow, Scoob, Artemis Fowl, Wonder Woman 1984, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Can you read those once more? Black Black Widow, Widow, Scoob. (laughs) Artemis Fowl. Okay. Wonder Woman 1984 and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. Ghostbusters. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh, here's a good one I can do. Uh-huh. Uh I feel like this is a fairly safe one, but I feel like mm. onward yeah, is going to gross more than soul. Okay. Do you want to do one more? I think that No Time to Die... Yeah, I think that No Time to Die will be the new highest-grossing Bond movie. I believe that is currently Skyfall, unless it's one of the older ones if you adjust it for for inflation. I don't know. But within the Craig era, Skyfall has made the most money. I think No Time to Die will beat that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, and I'm saying worldwide. I didn't say that, but we'll speci- specify worldwide. Sure. Worldwide. Go. Um. I think. 
Oh boy. Uh When does Spiral come out? Did they say? Yeah. Oh, I think this one is like a May. Uh okay, so we're not gonna no, let me look it up. I was thinking they might announce a sequel before the end of the year to Spiral. Uh, it is May 15th, 2020. That might not be enough time for them to announce a sequel. Mm -hmm. I'll put it on my list anyways. A sequel to... Spiral will be announced before the end of the year. Okay. Actually, let me, uh, let me say a sequel or spinoff, like some other movie okay. within the Saw. Um, <laughs> spinoff of a spinoff. Yeah, a spiral off. <laughs> okay. Okay, so your predictions are... Rami Malek is the new Dr. No and will kill Bond at the end mm -hmm. of the movie. Uh, Venom 2 will make $1 billion. New Mutants will have an MCU continuity Easter egg. Onward will gross more than Soul. And Spiral will have a sp uh, spinoff or sequel announced before the end of the year. Yes. My predictions are that Tenet will be the best reviewed movie out of this list. New Mutants will perform better than Dark Phoenix in terms of ratings and money. No Time to Die is going to be the new worldwide highest grossing Bond movie. Uh, it, within Black Widow, Natasha is telling this entire story to Gamora inside the Soul Stone. And then um, uh, I predicted the five movies that will make me cry. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I had fun with this. Um, yeah, this was fun. So we're we're going to be checking back in on this in December at the end of mm. the year, uh, right before we go on holiday break and all of that stuff. Uh, and we'll tally it all up and see who won. And then we'll do the yeah. movies for next year. Yeah, that maybe we'll... Fun. Uh, yeah, we'll have to figure out how we're going to do our score tallies and then also work in these predictions if those are just going to count for the same point value. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll argue about it then. How about I'm that? I'm sure. It we will be like a, You get a point five, or that, That's more like a point seven <laughs> on that one. Yeah, like if, <laughs> like if New Mutants makes more money than Dark Phoenix but doesn't do as well critically, maybe I get a half point. We will debate. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Uh, Melissa, where can the people yes. find you on the interwebs? <laughs> yep, we are done now, folks. It's been a long one. Thank you for joining us on this ride. <laughs> Sorry, we have no other content this week. No, this is this is great content. This is plenty of content. It's a lot of content. We do not have variable content. It's oh, cool. Yeah. You don't this care about our weeks. Kyle, did you eat a pizza this week? Not yet. I'm planning to tomorrow. Okay. Pizza Lord news update. Uh, you can find that we're done. We've fulfilled it. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Uh, and you can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our mm. shows on Twitter, we are at The Whatnots 
uh, go check out our website, thewhatnots.com, or your podcasting platform of choice to find all of our shows. All you have to do is uh, type in The Whatnots, and all of our shows mm-hmm. will pop up right there. If you like what we do, come help us out. Come support us. Patreon.com slash The Whatnots is where you can throw us some of your pocket change uh, for as little all these as a dollar a month. Look at all these movies we want to go see in the theaters this year. You could, you could sponsor for pennies yeah. a day. Exactly. You could sponsor two 29-year-olds to go to the movies. <laughs> By the way, Sam says Sunday is National Pizza Day, so I should eat pizza on Sunday. So there you go. I will report back next week for uh, a holiday celebrating me, <laughs> Pizza Lord. It's you. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, We will be back next week. This has been episode Mm -hmm. 82. Wait, is that right? 81 or That's what you said earlier, at least. It's 82. Either you're right or you've been wrong twice. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Uh, This has been episode 82 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you guys next week. Bye. That's a wrap. Cut print.